letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local. I'm Mark Fry, and this is the All Local for Monday, August 28, 2023. United States Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack is in the Twin Cities touting improvements to rural infrastructure. Some good news for Minnesota Twins fans hoping to catch the team on television in the future. And Minneapolis is hosting a major LGBTQ sporting event this week. Leading off the All Local, 3M has reportedly agreed to pay more than $5 billion to cover lawsuit claims for selling the U.S. military defective combat earplugs. That's about half of what financial analysts say the Maplewood-based company would have had to pay if the lawsuits went to trial. Those lawsuits claim the earplugs were defective for more than a decade. Government records show more than 900,000 tinnitus claims filed with the Veterans Administration in 2012, and experts say those claims keep rising every year. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. A South Dakota man is dead after ramming his car head-on into a school bus Saturday night in southern Minnesota. The Minnesota State Patrol says all of the teens who were in the bus escaped injury. The crash happened as the bus was heading east on Interstate 90 in Faribault County. The driver of the car that hit the bus is identified as 55-year-old Mark Tigner of Brandon, South Dakota. All seven teens on the bus were from the girls' volleyball team in Waseca in between the ages of 14 and 16. In addition, a 24-year-old passenger and 79-year-old bus driver all escaped unharmed. United States Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack visited the Minnesota State Fair Monday afternoon following a roundtable in Minneapolis. Vilsack is also announcing $230 million in federal funding for the future of farming in Minnesota. He says the money will help improve rural infrastructure. Every infrastructure project that you will see, every inconvenience you will suffer because there will be road construction, is going to mean a more efficient system for delivering product to market, which is going to make it easier for Minnesota businesses and Minnesota farmers to prosper. The federal investment is also expected to help create new jobs and support the local food supply chain. Hundreds of St. Paul students will be heading to class with new fully stocked backpacks. It has a rainbow and it's really colorful. I General Brissa like Barboza is pretty pleased with her new backpack. And it's very cute. She's one of hundreds of kids taking advantage of this backpack giveaway in St. Paul, hosted by the Black Police Association. Longtime advisor Debbie Montgomery says officers often see up close the troubles that families are facing, and this gesture certainly helps. Young people are my passion, and I have to, and I have in my whole career, work to get young people successful. When all is said and done, they'll have handed out about 650 filled backpacks with vouchers for haircuts as well as they try to get these kids ready for a successful school year. In St. Paul, Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minnesota Twins games will remain televised on Bally Sports North for the remainder of the season, despite its parent company, Diamond Sports Group, filing for bankruptcy earlier this year. Twins President Dave St. Peter telling Chad Hartman today that conversations about next year are focused on reaching more fans who are opting to cut the cord. We have to fix it. Uh, we have to fix it as an industry. We have to fix it as a ball club. And um, I uh, am, am highly optimistic that in 2024, starting on opening day, we will have the widest distribution of Twins baseball on television that we've had for quite some time. And that'll be a step in the, in, in the right direction. He says Twins games could still be on Bally Sports North next spring for cable or satellite subscribers. 
It's a bright spot in what has become a metro-wide headache. Much to the delight of paddlers and kayakers, the Kenilworth Channel between Cedar Lake and Lake of the Isles has reopened. The connecting waterway has been closed for nearly two years as three bridges were built over the channel as part of the Southwest Light Rail Transit Project. One of those bridges will serve the Metro Transit Green Line, which will eventually connect Eden Prairie to downtown Minneapolis. The $2.7 billion line is severely over budget and its completion has been delayed several times. Times. The Metropolitan Council and Hennepin County are expected to pick up the cost overruns, and at least a few Met Council members have expressed concern about spending more money they say is needed for other projects, including adding more electric buses to Metro Transit's fleet. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCO. Thousands are in the Twin Cities for the start of the 2023 Gay Softball World Series. Local organizer Greg Fedio. We're part of a national organization, and the national organization has 54 member cities throughout the United States and Canada. We'll have about 225 teams from those 54 cities. We're estimating about 5,000 people, about 3,500 athletes, but you know, fans and supporters coming as well. The games will be played at a number of sites in the metro. And the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedoms is celebrated tonight at Northrop Auditorium on the U of M campus. Among those performing tonight in the Let Freedom Ring concert is musician and producer Javante Patton of Minneapolis. He told Vanita Sakar on the WCCO Morning News at the State Fair that he's learning a lot about the famous I Have a Dream speech made during the march by Martin Luther King. See what the speech has done and the work that's been done around this dream that now allows me to go to the U of M, to go to the Minnesota State Fair, and just be able to even sing with other people of different colors, backgrounds, and uh, cultures. Patton says the musical lineup tonight includes some old school songs. The concert starts at 6.30 tonight at Northrop and is free. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Sunday State Fair attendance, 173,724, higher than last year's turnout for day four but well below the 1994 record for the day of just under 210,000 people. Thanks for listening to the WCCO All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.